Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast, and I am your host, Jason Bordeaux. Thank you for joining me for another week. Now, this week we have our guest, Mr. Gavin Evans from Evans and Hill Home Improvement, LLC. And an incredible story. Uh, It was an honor to be able to speak to him. Now, uh, Gavin is the first guest that I have that has not been a music-affiliated business. And so I'm really excited about that because this show is more than just music business, even though we do hit on that a lot. But it's also about other types of businesses as well. And so this is a great opportunity for any of you who are not into music and who are into more like labor-intensive type of, of work and you want to start your own business, this episode is perfect for you to check out. So I really hope you get some good, valuable information. Before we get into it, though, I want to thank our patrons for the show. Mr. Aaron Simpkins over at TrueStrengthApparel.com. Uh, shout out to you, man. Uh, he has been supporting the show for a while now. And uh, so you can go over to TrueStrengthApparel.com. He is a business owner, and I want to thank him for doing some awesome work. He just printed out some shirts for me. I did a, a actual unpackaging video on Facebook. So if you're friends of me over on Facebook, you can check that out and see the quality of shirts that he does. And, uh, and, and they're great. So uh, make sure you go check it out at TrueStrengthApparel.com. And I also want to thank Mr. Uh, WordPress Stan over at WPStand.com. Now, um, he was on the show as well as Aaron from True Strength. And uh, Mr. WordPress Stan actually does WordPress websites. So if that's something you need done, you can check that out. And he also does some music too under the name Prophet Josiah. So, uh, so yeah, you can check all that out. I'm going to have the links for the uh, their websites in the description for the show. So uh, make sure you go check them out and support the brothers who support the show. And if you want to become a patron, you can head over to businesswithbordo.com and there are links that are provided. So if you want to do that, that'd be fantastic. But even if not, just listening to the show and rock it with me week after week is uh, that that's, that's dope enough. I, I appreciate that. And, uh, and I understand time is valuable. Time is important. So the fact that you're using your time to listen to the show is incredible. So without further ado, here's the interview with Mr. Gavin Evans. Alrighty, welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I want to thank y'all for joining me again. And this week we have a, a special guest that was uh, introduced to me by Lavoisier Cornerstone. If y'all remember, I did the interview with him a little while back. And uh, and so he he is uh, also trying to help some small business owners in the best way that he can. So he introduced me to... Um, a newly found brother of mine, Mr. Gary Evans, who is uh, part of Gavin. Uh, Gavin. Gavin, thanks for correcting yeah. me, man. So, um, Gavin Evans, and he is uh, one of the owners of uh, Evans and Hill Home Improvement LLC. So, uh, I appreciate you being here with me, man. How you doing? I'm doing real good, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. F- Thank you for taking the time to do this, man. Uh, as I told you before the call, uh, this is really the first interview that's not music affiliated. Yeah, and which, which, yeah, man, it's really exciting for me because uh, the whole entire goal for a business with Bordeaux is to help anybody try to get into business. And so uh, and I do know people that work in the, the, the um, construction and painting and things like that that want to get started. Um, so it's, it's really cool to be able to talk to somebody who's been through that process. Mm-hmm. And um, so before we um before we get into that, if you if you don't mind, man, I'd love to get a little bit of background about you and what kind of led you up into um, wanting to start your own business. Um, wow, I can give you the quick version. Um, man, I was uh, you know, since I was young, man, I actually uh, I I, I used to look at buildings and stuff like that, and I always wonder how they were put together. And when I'm older, I wanted to own them. But I, I worked retail for a number of years um, at a supermarket, learning customer service and how to manage people. And they had a really good management training program. So I really learned a lot about managing people and managing um, large operations. So through that. And then uh, from there, man, I moved on. I worked for Nationwide Insurance for a little while. I mean, throughout that process, I picked up certain things. Like I learned to trade. I learned painting first. That was right. one of the first things that I learned. So I uh, worked for Nationwide Insurance for about three years, and I watched, actually watched from the 16th floor of uh, nation, the Nationwide building in Columbus, I watched them build Nationwide Arena. 
And wow. while I was watching that, man, I saw those guys outside and I wanted to be out there with them. I was like, they have freedom. They're outside working, you know, and it didn't matter the weather to me. It just, they were just outside. And so right. uh, eventually, man, I mean, just after listening, my pastor was very big into, um, into uh, business and, and entrepreneurship and stuff like that. So um, I listened, I just, just listening to him and the encouragement and stories and you wouldn't believe how God just kind of set things in order and how he set things up because I would have people come in and talk to me about business and owning a business and operating a business. And I had a friend that, um, that I was working with man at the time. And he, he was like, uh, uh, yeah, man, we're going to quit. We're going to quit this job together and we're going to go into business. And so, man, we talked and talked and talked and I kept talking. And one day somebody was like, well, when are you going to quit talking and actually do it? And the light <laughs> came on, man. And I, I just, I, um, Long story short, man, I ended up turning in my two weeks notice from uh, Nationwide. I used my 401k to pay off some bills. And uh, I almost immediately, man, I started just contacting people that I knew that painted. And I actually ended up, my first contract was a painting contract with an apartment complex. And I painted apartments for a while. And then uh, my partner now, um, we were best friends in high school. And uh, he was a prison guard. And at the same, by the, by the time I left Nationwide, he left prison. Around the time he left uh, the prison, you know, we were both kind of out of work and we were going to do artwork because we're both artists. So, uh, you know, and, you know, nobody really wanted to pay for artwork in Columbus, Ohio at the time. So he right, was actually right. work doing work for a uh, guy that was an installer for Lowe's. And, um, you know, he called me up one day. He's like, hey, would you like to, you know, try putting building fences? And the guy man, he, he had us come and build fences. And we told him, you know, if you, we work for you for one year, connect us with the people so we can get our own contract. And he did that. He, he was, he kept up on his end of the bargain and the rest is history, man. I've been a Lowe's contractor for about 14 years now. Okay. Cool deal. Cool deal. So I'm, I was, I was really curious. And if you said you were inside nationwide and you were looking on the outside, mm -hmm. it, it's so funny. Cause I remember back whenever I was a kid, and I used to see the guys outside of working and they would always tell me, stay in school so you don't have to be out here. Right. And so it's interesting to see that 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 there's individuals on the inside of companies that want to be on the outside. Right. And um, so it's really cool. So did you have any kind of um, – and the reason I'm asking is because like a lot of people feel like you have to have a high level – level of education to run a company do you have any kind of official certifications or uh degrees in business anything like that i i don't have i don't have um i very have very little uh uh post high school education i did go to a, a community college for a little bit and yes. um, didn't i didn't i didn't graduate from there but um i was i'm just kind of classes here and there but no I am a licensed contractor, so I do hold those that certification. I'm also a lead safe renovator. I hold certification for that. I hold certification for home inspection, which I actually did when I was at Nationwide. They paid for it. So I just got that certification while I was working for them. And uh, as far as college, man, I no, I didn't finish my degree. So I uh, and, and, you know, that was one good thing, you know, about Nationwide, man. They uh, were really big on promoting from within, even if you didn't have a degree they paid tuition reimbursement. So I actually left comfort. It was wow. a very comfortable position that I was in. I left comfort to, to pursue business because I wanted, I wanted it, you know, but, um, sometimes just out of obedience, God will give you the courage to jump, jump ship, right. but sometimes don't, doesn't tell you all the pitfalls. So right. sometimes, man, you run into you, you know, I, I definitely didn't, I didn't have all my ducks in a row when I left. Um, I did the best I could. But there was some nice, there was some nice without electricity, you know, I, I, right. I really wanted it, man. So, you know, it, it, it hurt a little bit, but I, I still wanted it. So I never, I never stopped believing that this is what I was supposed to be doing. Gotcha. So whenever you uh, started to go onto your own, do your own thing, were you, uh, if you want me asking how old were you and were you married? Did you have a family at the point or? Did not. I did not. Okay. I was not married. Um, I was, let's see, 14 years in. So I was about 30. Okay, okay. I was about 30 when I started. Cool. Mm -hmm. So, and I was, I was also asking me, because I know a lot of times we feel like, like you have to be like 20. Like yeah. in today's age, a lot of people feel like you got to be like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and in college to start a company. Right. And no. um, 
Yeah, def- definitely. Not. Awesome. Awesome. So, so you're never too old to start something, even though 30 is not old at all. I'm 27. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but, man. Never, never too old, man. You, I mean, I shoot, I was at, I was in um, community college with people in their sixties and they were yeah. new. I actually met, I was on a, now one cool thing about what I do, I meet people from all walks of life. I right. met a guy who was a CPA and he was in his forties at the time. And he quit his practice and started a landscaping business because he was able to make more money doing landscaping and it was less stressful to to have that business. So, yeah, man, you just you meet people from everywhere, man. And just because, you know, I mean, college isn't for everybody. Right. I I got a friend that's a teacher at a high school and he actually had me come and talk to the kids at school because like just to let them know that there's things that you can do outside of operating within the framework of, of the educational system. Like if you, if you don't want to go to college and it's not something that you're ready for right now, or, or, or if you just wanted to have a business, there's a way to do it and you can be successful at it. You just gotta, you gotta really want it. And you, you gotta understand that um, you're not going to be a baller status right away, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, it's, it's really cool that you were able to talk to students about that. Because uh, I feel like a lot of schools push kids and tell them they have to go to college. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's really cool you were able to go and kind of shed some light on success story that doesn't involve getting a college degree to do something. Right. So that's awesome. So, uh, so yeah, man, if you will, just, um, you know, just continuing on the, the narrative. So you, you quit your, your job at Nationwide and, um, and you, did you go ahead and start the company at that point? Like you were, you so said you were working for the contractor. Yeah, I was I was a sole proprietor at that point. I didn't uh, I didn't um, start. We didn't get incorporated until uh, maybe we were going for about I was going for about a year. And then when I linked up with my partner, so the following year is when we got incorporated. And we know an attorney that owned property at the time, a local attorney who actually did our business paperwork for us. So and 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 he didn't charge us uh, very much because we were doing work for him at the time. So we kind of used the bartering system to get that going. And he's a, he was, he's a very well-known attorney here. So we were, we trusted, you know, that he set everything up well. So we didn't, uh, and then he actually had a lot of property. So we actually cut our teeth on those properties. And uh, while we were doing our Lowe's jobs, we were able to do uh, maintain um, ourselves by doing work for him as well. And then uh, I had a friend that's a that's a master carpenter who showed us a lot of things, man. He I mean, like I said, man, when God puts that puzzle together, he starts dropping people in your path. And, and you know, as long as you don't have the big head and you stay humble, he'll drop people in your path that sometimes you may not have. I, I didn't personally, the guy that I know that that my friend is the carpenter who taught us did not know at the time that he was one of the, he's one of the best carpenters in the city. Wow. I, I personally, I think he is the best one here, but you know, <laughs> but, but no, if you really, if you look at his stuff, man, this guy does high dollar homes, high dollar remodels, and he's awesome. I mean, he's really good. So he like taught us how to do things and it, it helped us with lows too. So we, we constantly get good feedback from them. And oppor- and we actually have right now we're looking at an opportunity to grow even now. So, you know, nice. I'm at a, I'm at a new scary place in my life. So, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, how how big is your company right now? Uh, we're we're very small. Um, there's me and my partner Will, and we've got about six guys that work for us as subs, okay. uh, on and off. So we just there's four solid that we keep pretty much all year round. There's another two guys, maybe four guys that work in the summers because we do we do fences and decks too. Or well, yeah, we do we don't do the decks for lows, but we build fences for lows. So there's a couple guys that work in the summertime too. So gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So Pretty when you quick. first so when you first got started, uh it was just you and then you linked up with your partner. Mm-hmm. And then you became incorporated. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So after that, were, were 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 y'all doing all the heavy lifting by yourself? Was it just the two of you out doing stuff? How did that? Um, how did the yep. partnership kind of weigh out? Um, well, um, since we were best friends in high school, like I said, um, we always kind of worked well together. 
We never, one fortunate thing, I, I noticed that I talked to a lot of people who run businesses. We never fought over money. That was one of the biggest things with us. We never fought over money. And we're our personalities are different. And I'll get into that in a minute. But our personalities are different. So I was like the heavy lifter guy. Right. And Will was like the let's hurry up and get it done guy. So he kept pace. And I did like, <laughs> I lifted heavy stuff. I dug the holes because we started out as fence contractors. Okay. And, um, we, I mean, I, I can't imagine. I don't even know how many fences we built all over the city. But we were we were working like every day, man. And it was it was really lucrative. Um, so much so that Lowe's gave us like eight stores at one time and we couldn't handle it. It was like overwhelming. And um, it was like too much success. So then I, I, I ended up having a little bit of fear behind it. But uh, just to answer your question, man, we balanced each other out well. So like I said, man, God puts you with certain people. So when he drops the people in place, as long as you're humble, it'll work. Um, I was probably more arrogant at the time because my, my, my partner, right. my, my partner is not a believer. We were just friends. So, but he's a, he's a very loyal and a very good guy. He's a really good friend. He's always been a good friend to me. Even when I wasn't a good friend with my saved self, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm being honest, man. Um, there was a time when, uh, uh, you know, I, I was one of those those Christians that says, uh, you know, well, you can't be unequally yoked, so it just can't work. And, you know, and I started finding trying to find ways out and I was trying to get out of it and I was wow. trying to find like, how can I get out of this? How can I change this? I need to get away. I need to get away. And and and, you know, God wouldn't let me quit, man. He wouldn't let me stop. And um, it got so bad at one point, man, that I actually had to go to him and apologize to him. And I didn't know how much it affected him, man, because he had tears in his eyes, like, like he was just like relieved that I knew that he that that you know that I wasn't being a good partner, and he stayed a good partner the whole time, and it was all because of that that Christian pride sometimes that we get, but uh, but you know, man, that was years ago, and um, I mean things work; they're not perfect. But right, they really right. do work, and we really have a good reputation with you know with the uh, with our clients. Wow, man, that is it's so interesting that that you talked about that because, um, whenever you know companies, especially like, do you consider yourself? And this is a question I should have asked to begin with. Um, I would kind of assume with your partner, if he's not a believer, that that you don't really consider yourself a Christian company. Is that right? Um, I definitely would consider a Christian owned, but you know, my partner's not, but I tell, but our values and everything that we do, we're, we're, um, we're, we have integrity with what we do. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no funny business with us. I mean, we, we try to run a business with integrity. We treat our customers well. We show up when we're say we're going to show up, you know, I mean, we try to give them windows and then we're not perfect, but we definitely great company. We try. We definitely try. Right. Yeah, yeah. We definitely try. Gotcha, so, gotcha. And we're both and we're both committed to that. And um, I mean, we're we're close. We're like family, really. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool deal. Cool deal. So whenever you go into um, whenever you're going into the the store, the growing with the number of stores. Now, whenever you said you got eight stores, does that mean like whenever people would buy, uh, like a package or something from a Lowe's? that you're responsible for installing it? Yeah. Yeah. Basically what happens is if you want a door in your house, whether it be a patio door, an interior, a closet door, bathroom door, whatever the case might be, you go into Lowe's and you say, Hey, I need a door. Well, they'll charge you $35 and you'll pay the $35. I schedule to come out to your house. Um, I go out measure when you, when you purchase, I get that job. Right. So, so basically, yeah, when, yeah. And then I, I pick it up to, and bring it to your house and install it. Unless it's a massive door, then we'll have it delivered. But, uh, that's, that's them calling now, but, um, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it goes to my wife, but, um, okay. it's, a uh, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty well oiled operation. They're they're They have 1500 stores nationwide. Right. And my, my vendor number, you know, I, I can go anywhere in the country if I were to leave Columbus, but, um, I know you didn't okay. ask, that, but <laughs> oh no, it's good. It's good because that's uh, 
I love that because it brings up questions I wouldn't ask otherwise. So even with your current business, if you wanted to move to California, where are you currently located? Ohio, you said? Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So if you wanted to move to California, you could just pretty much take your business with you, but just find what new subcontractors? Yeah, I can actually, um, um, I could actually put a, um, an ad out in a different market without leaving Columbus and uh, set it up. They've uh, actually, I just went to a meeting today. There's some guy that has some software that would allow me to um, just hire my subs there and everything is done. Everything's web-based. So oh, wow. we just, they just get the work and go out and install it. They sign the sign off, send it back and everything goes through my company. And then I electronically pay that guy. So, so that's part of the expansion you were talking about the possibility. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, cool, man. That and, and that and, um, taking back, uh, taking more stores here. We're back down to four stores with the first, the original eight stores. We weren't able to sustain it, but right now four stores solid. Um, and, um, they want us to do more. Awesome. Awesome. So whenever you hit the eight stores, uh, you mm -hmm. said you're back down to four now. What mm -hmm. was it like to jump to that number? Were you down to one before you hit eight? Were uh, we were, we were at four. Okay. And then, um, when they gave us eight stores, uh, this because we had we were getting good scores. They liked right. it. They liked us, and they liked the fact that we were getting things done. So they said, "Well, we guys take more stores. Sure, we'll take it." At the time, we were just doing fences, right. but then they wanted to do doors and fences. So we ended up taking doors and fences, and we got inundated with work. I mean, I was scheduling like I remember one day, man, I scheduled fifteen doors in one day wow. for us to try to go out and do, I tried, we tried to do all 15 in one day and um, it was just overwhelming. And I, I mean, that's when you get too much success too fast right. and it's scary, man. And I, and I think it scared me for a long time. Like I just, I, after we went back down, we cut it back down to four, then three. And then we just got back up to four about a year ago. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, and I'm it, a lot smarter, a lot wiser now, and uh, I'm not like money hungry. I I want my guys trained because we had guys, but um, you know everybody didn't know how to do everything. So now, uh, I've got uh my two nephews and two. We got a couple other guys, but my nephews are trained. They're well trained. Um, I trained them for about two years before I let them go on their own. Right. So yeah, it's like yeah. I I send them to college. I send them to door college. <laughs> <laughs> they worked with me every day for about two years. Nice, nice. That's cool, man. I, that's that's kind of one of the goals that I personally want is to be able to hire people that need a job. Yes. Um, especially those who might not be able to get a job otherwise for whatever reasons are there that are there. Yeah. And um, so that's cool, man. So going back to uh to that growth, I, I know I've heard and I've I've spoke some myself on slow growth. Because mm -hmm. I hear so much about companies that grow too fast that it actually makes them shut down. Right. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you give to somebody on um, on that slow growth? And, and how do you measure? Like if you could go back, what would you do differently than just jumping on the eight stores? How would you navigate that now if somebody were to come up and try to offer you, um, you know, a big jump like that? Um. Well, I think I would approach it just like I'm approaching it now because they're offering us a, a lot of stores again. And instead of just saying yes right away, um, I'm, I'm trying to find subs. I'm trying to find guys that and, and interview guys that I can actually use and to make sure that they have their own vehicles. We can background check them. Um, they've got some uh, customers that I can talk to that that have seen their work. I have I need to see their work as well. I mean, right. like I said before, we try to do really good work and we try to have, we try to keep a good name. So, um, I, I really am, um, picky, you know, now before I, the money just, I mean, my eyes just were so bright. I was like, cool, we can make so much money. <laughs> and then, man, I mean, literally I got so stressed out trying to schedule all that stuff for us. It was just me and my partner. And we had a couple other guys that were working with us, but primarily we own the trucks. And so, you know, we had to get people to job sites and deliver materials and, and make sure people were showing up. And it just, 
it, it we had to be everywhere all the time and it was just way too much. So now um finding finding good people, I can I can I've I've worked I'm trying to work myself out of a job. So with training my nephews, um I can send them out now and I don't have to worry about it. If I have to go back and turn a screw or clean up a little bit of trash or something, but they're actually so they're actually that good that I don't lose any sleep when I send them out. I'd really right. think that, um, you know, and I don't give myself all the credit because they're very, very smart guys. They're very good guys. And, and that's all of our guys pretty much across the board. If I, if, if I can send them out to do a job and not have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen. Um, I'm really careful, but now it's, it's the reason that it's scary for me again is because I'm going to have to do it a little bit faster this time. So the slow <laughs> growth, the slow growth happened. I was able to train them, but now I got to find guys that already know some of this stuff. So now I get to kind of check their work and then hire them. You know what I mean? That yeah. way I don't have to train everybody. I want some people that are already trained and I think we, I think we can do it. I think we're, right. it'll, it'll be a lot smarter this time, but for people who are, 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 are looking to grow fast. Um, we never want to despise the day of small beginnings. Uh, right. If you, if it's something that you already know and it grows fast and you know that you can duplicate it fast, do it. But with what we do in the construction industry, um, fast growth can mean lawsuits. You know what I mean? One, yeah. one, one instance of mold can run you out of business. You know what I mean? And I, and I've seen it happen to, to guys. So I, I'm really careful about what I do. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about, uh, what might be tougher decisions. So whenever you hire, have you ever had to fire anybody? Yes. Let somebody go. How was that? Like, what was that kind of process like and how did that kind of take effect on you? Cause I know for Christians it's hard. It's hard for some of us Christians to, yeah. to let somebody go just out of, you know, trying to be nice to everybody, but yeah. what kind of process was that like being, I mean, because as your entrepreneur, you hire people, you know? Yeah. Well, sure one, thing be about, tough. one thing about with subs, um, with subcontractors, um, you can, you can kind of scale back their work anyway. But, um, my, my partner and I, we got this joke, man. Cause it was a family member. Actually, it was one of my family members. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, my my uh, my partner was like, uh, when he did it, he called him up uh, and, you know, talked to him about whatever. And he was like, well, you be safe out there. And then he <laughs> and he uh, that was pretty much their conversation as far as what happened. But that's kind of our running joke now is like you be safe out there. But um, but having to let someone go, man, you do it like you do anywhere else. You set them down and you talk to them about their performance and. And, and uh, fortunately for us, we haven't lost. There was a particular guy we, we lost that um, committed a crime. So it wasn't really hard to do because we can't put you on a roster, you know, on the job or off the job. No, no, it was off the job. It was OK, the, OK, OK. It was it was after, it was like during the um, time that was seasonal for us. Gotcha. And um, yeah, it, it so he was off. He had been off like maybe 30 days. And uh, he committed a crime, so we couldn't, you know, we couldn't bring him back. Um, there's other people that we had to tell that, you know, we just can't, we can't use you for whatever reason, man. We just kind of handle it in a way that we're not trying to belittle you, but right. we have a business to run. And I kind of approach it from that aspect. Like, we, you know, we have to maintain integrity. Um, we have to be on time to our job. Um, and, uh, you know, you're not doing that. So, you know, you kind of make it a teaching moment for most, for most people, but I think that every, the times that we had to do it is very respectful. Um, you know, except for my family member that, that my partner you know, <laughs> told me he's safe out there, but um, right. there's just times when you gotta, you know, it's never easy. It's not an easy thing to do, but um, you just, you just gotta do it. You just had to tell them can't use you. I'm sorry. Right. Now out of curiosity, do you find yourself, um, which I guess with your, it might be a little bit different from your company, from a regular company that hires employees there day to day. I was just wondering, do you find yourself, uh, being extra cautious or careful with family members as you do those who may be not family members? Um, and I ask, and the reason why I ask is because like, I can imagine that 
I might give a little more leniency towards a family member because they're family than somebody who's not family. And um, so some people might have a better balance of that. How is it for you? Absolutely. I um, My brother worked for us uh, for a time. And my brother and I fought like we're brothers. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, <laughs> right. it's my business. It's my company. But I remember one time we were on a job site. And he called my mom. And I was like, oh, you called mom, really? And, and it, it was funny, man. But, uh, you know, it, yeah, I did, man. I let my I let my brother get away with a lot more because it's my brother. I love my brother. I want to see him do well. But at the same time, we know we can't work together on, you know, right. on some projects. But uh, I think he respects that. And um, he he's, you know, he's he's good. He's really good. But it's just a it's just a sibling thing. So it's really hard. As far as my nephews go, um, they're just outstanding guys, man. They're really customers love them. Um, and I, I thank God for both of them, actually, man. And, um, you know, they're uh, they just. They're just good guys you know what i mean <laughs> right, so right. i can't really I, I i i i'm proud of both of them actually um and then our other guys man we i think we have a good culture within our group you know everybody that we work with we take our guys out to eat we okay. give them we give them christmas bonuses nice. we laugh and joke together sometimes we work on big jobs together everybody works together on one big job and we joke and laugh all day and but we get stuff done you know what I mean? Right. And we make it competitive. Sometimes some attitudes, you know, people get attitudes that get a little grumpy or whatever. And we tease about that. And, but for the most part, man, it, um, we, we function like a family, man. And it's not all, and it's not all family members. Some guys aren't family, right. members, but we try to make everybody feel like that. So right. it's That's fun. Good. We joke. We, everybody's got their own personality and everybody's got their own joke and we got nicknames for everybody. So it's just fun, man. We just, we try to make it fun. Awesome. That's awesome. So at this point in your company, uh, are you, are you hands on on the ground anymore? Or are you kind of running things from the background and, and just taking in contracts and stuff like that now? Right now I'm hands on. Um, but I, but I have to say it's, it's definitely highly stressful because I have to be hands on and I have to make decisions and I have to make sure that business, the business side of things are done. Um, I got to make sure the taxes get paid. I got to make sure that, you know, all of that stuff's done right. And uh, it's pretty stressful. So I'm I'm trying to work myself out of a, out of a installer right. position and into management position. My, both my partner and I had a con we've had conversations within the past couple of weeks to where both of us, all we want to do is measure and do um, service calls if we have to. But pretty much we're sending guys out to do all the installation. So, you know, we're we're both in our we're both I'll be 45 next month. He's already 45. And I think this is a really good time for us to to preserve our bodies. You know <laughs> what I mean? So. OK, so I wanted to jump back a little bit to where uh, you were saying, you know, you're a Christian, but your your partner's not. Yes. So I know for some companies in in transitioning and making really big decisions. Yes. Like a lot of people, Christian business owners obviously will pray about the decision. Yes. So for you personally, I would guess that you pray. Yes. Regularly. So yeah. how much praying, um, how does that work into like really big decisions like this? Where like, I'm assuming you're praying about this next decision things that have to be made. And, um, yes. How was that dealing with your partner? Um, I got to say, man, my, Will trusts me a lot. And and because of that, um, if I if it's something that I need to pray for, I'll include him. If uh, if that might be the if, if like if I had to really, really go on my knees and pray. Right. Um, when I get with him, I say, well, we need to pray and he'll and he'll do it. I mean, he's he's that. He's just that kind of guy, man. He will. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm really looking to see him as 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 bringing him. He's going to be in the kingdom. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> right. Coming, he's coming over. You know, he always, he tells me sometimes he's like, man, one day I'm gonna go to church with you. You know what I mean? Right. And um and 
I, I believe he will. As a matter of fact, the last time I, I, I started preaching a couple of years ago and I remember he told me, he's like, next time you preach, man, just let me know. I'll come, you know? Yeah. So I think that he, I think he's at that point, man. He trusts that, uh, he trusts me. He knows who I am. And, um, I don't, we don't fight about that stuff, man. We don't fight about money. If there's a decision that needs to be made and he knows that I'm going to consult God about it, he's cool with it. You know what I mean? I've never had any problems. I think that God set, I think he put us together for a reason. Um, and I know sometimes that's very controversial right. with some people, but I look at it like this, man. If, if I need an architect to design a building for me, the architect that I find may not be a Christian. Even right. if I look for one, I may not find him. And there may be someone who's a lot more skilled than that Christian guy who is going to be able to do exactly what God wanted done. And I don't, I use those as ministry opportunities. I mean, every single customer that I work for is not going to be a Christian. Right. I do a huge, I mean, Columbus, Ohio is huge with the, LGBT community. And I, a lot of my business is there is them. And I don't, I don't, I'm not preachy, but I have my standards. You know what I mean? I just, I don't agree with that particular lifestyle, but I also am not Westboro Baptist church and I don't go out <laughs> my fist up, right. you know, saying you're going to hell. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think that that's, um, I don't think that's the way God would have us handle things. Right, um, right. but I, I'm very firm on my beliefs though. I, you know what I mean? I, I, there's, you don't, you can't get certain things over on me just because we were doing business together, but business is business. And I, I I'm going to maintain integrity. I'm going to be a Christian. I'm going to be exactly who God called me to be as much as I know how. And I'm going to do my best to be obedient to that. You know, we're not perfect, but I definitely try to be everything that God wants me to be. Right. And, uh, with that said, um, sometimes, man, like, you know, like the, the, I know when they, uh, there was some legislation passed recently about, um, um, I can't remember the name of the legislation that's slipping my mind right now, but you know, about the bakery making cakes for, I um, was here in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I was like, you know what, there's a certain cake that I'm not going to bake. You know, I'm not going to do anything that's obscene. Right. You can put whatever you want on it. If it's a cake that I need to make that, and you're a customer, I'm not. There's certain things I just ain't going to do. You know what I mean? But just to make a cake, I'll make a cake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like there's so much. And, and it's not just to make a dollar, but I'm serving a particular community. My customer is Lowe's. And I can't tell Lowe's that I only want your Christian customers or, and how, and if that's, and even with that, how, and how can I ensure that every customer that I have is not committing some type of sin? How do I yeah. do that? You know what I mean? So I, I, it's really hard to, to try to maintain. And sometimes I think we put, we put um, parameters and boundaries. We put, we build boundaries and then we don't think about what it takes to keep those boundaries up. Right. Is, I guess, you know, and you so sometimes, man, it, yeah, every, everybody's good from, the, from behind the keyboard, but when you actually have to apply it, you know, it's a different thing. So, right. So know. is there anything right. that you've encountered that has there anything that you had to turn down? Have I had to turn some stuff down? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Could you give an example? I had a, um, I, I went to measure a door one day and this lady um, uh, and her husband were there and the door had been kicked in. It was a bedroom door. And so while I'm there, she's looking at me. She's like, are you the guy? Are you the guy that's going to install this door? And I'm like, well, yeah. And so I didn't know why. But as I walked back, she's showing me the door has been kicked in and how bad it was. And so I walk into the room, man, and there's all of these Aryan nation and white supremacy, Dixie flags, all this stuff are on the walls. And she's like, well, you know, my son has got a really bad anger problem. And he's, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. You know, I didn't tell her that at the time. I just took the measurements and I called Lowe's and I said, this, this guy's a white supremacist. 
and he's and he's volatile. You know, I'm not going to bring my my nephews or send one of my guys over there, and you know, if you know he flips out and there's gunfire and all kind of stuff, you know. So, and it happens a lot more than people might think. So when we get sometimes when people get into racial stuff and they say, well, let's get past it, let's get past it, but how do how do do most people how do they want to how would someone feel if a, a customer comes in the store to purchase and says i don't want any black guys or any mexican guys at my house right you know what i mean and that's happened to us my partner um has had a doors door slammed in his face stuff like wow. that man so so we run into stuff like that man and lowe's has been pretty good with backing us on a lot of that stuff man they'll they'll um they'll just tell the customer we don't want your business you know what i mean right so if we if we let them know what's going on i mean it happens more than you would think yeah. Sometimes when people are and, and, it's, and that's anybody who's um, uh, just, you know, it's going to be really hard to deal with. I've got customers sometimes and you can tell they're really hard to deal with. I just turn the job down. Right. You know, it's, it's, so you, it's it happens. So you just tell Lowe's that you, you can't do the job for for yep. certain reasons. Very honest with them. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I'm very honest with them. And that that never has affected anything. No, no, not at all. Not at all. It's never, um, they, um, because it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Like it happens often enough, but not enough to like kill their business. So they're just like, and, and where we live, um, we're pretty, the city of Columbus is, is fairly, um, diverse and, and all the surrounding cities are pretty diverse. Right. when you get out into the countries country areas and some some spots in the city are a little segregated but for the most part everybody's been pretty good but there are times when we have to deal with that certain wow. certain communities yeah yeah i'm, I'm glad you shared that man because i would have never thought about it yeah yeah we wow. deal with a lot of that man, man sometimes we really get intense. um sometimes it, it's really hard on us i mean it's really it, it makes you angry like you if you have a door slammed in your face man you you're like First of all, you got to make sure that that's why they did it. You know what I mean? But when they go back and tell someone at Lowe's that, you know, what their intentions were, then you then you kind of know. So right. they're, they've been pretty supportive with that stuff. They don't tolerate it really, really at all. Shout out to Lowe's, man. Yeah, they've been pretty good. good to hear. So, yeah. So real quick question. I just it just popped in my head. So I'm curious to know if you're if you're contracted with Lowe's. Yes. Uh, does that prohibit you from doing contracting for Home Depot or any oh. other kind of home improvement store? No, we're not. We're not exclusive. Um, they don't. Of course, they don't like to see. Uh, they don't like to see us on a, uh, uh, on one of Home Depot's jobs with our Lowe's gear on. You know that's obvious. But um, yeah, they they don't lock us down like that. Um, we but the, I tell you what they will do though. They give us enough work. To where we don't need, to, <laughs> you know what I mean? They know how to feed us. Yeah. So I tell you what was it's been very fortunate. I've been very fortunate that every day since I've been with them, I wake up. There's work on my fax machine awesome. every day, and so I I don't I I'm definitely not starving. Um, you know this this business has sustained us for for some years, and now you know 14 years. And I I got to say this man, and I watch. Uh, Lavoisier and I watch Bizzle and all those guys and I kind of I draw parallels with what they've been through and they, it encourages me because those guys don't always they don't have money in the beginning they may not have money halfway through but they right. persevere and they continue and they grow and I look and I kind of take those parallels to myself because I'm like man now that I'm 13 years in finally you know, some more doors are starting to open and I'm in a position to where I can make a decision that could catapult me into greater success. You know, I've done the groundwork. I've, I've done the hard things. I've cried actual tears. I have, I've, I've been through back pain, leg pain, you know, nails going through my foot, you know, all the things that you don't talk about. I've been through the hard things. And so um, it's not overnight. You know what right. I mean? I've learned 
if I got to go into your house and something is messed, if you got termites, I know how to reframe the front of your house to make that door look good. And also so that you can move on and get a general contractor to come in and do whatever else needs to be done. So that takes years of knowledge. That takes years of hard work. So I don't knock anybody that's that, that has an idea or has a vision and they stick with it. I love, I love those kind of stories, man. And I, so what pushed uh, you through those moments? Was that, so what pushed you through this moments where you were in tears and you just kept going? Cause I'm sure it could have been easy to quit and go work for somebody else. Yeah. I, I say for, for about 10 of the 14 years that I've been in business, about 10 in the 10 of 10 of those years, I probably wanted to quit 300 days out of 365 days. <laughs> one of those years. But I know that God put me here. And I know I, I always look at it as though, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, number one. But also, um, in Psalm 1, where it lays out some groundwork for, you know, uh, blessed is the man that seeketh not the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners. That Psalm 1, that Psalm also says that whatsoever you do, it will prosper. And I always look at it as though whatsoever I do, it will prosper. If I make sure that I keep my end of the deal, that God will make me prosper. And so I stay and I'm obedient because like sometimes, man, I'll want to quit, but God won't let me quit. He won't right. allow me to walk away. And you know it. It's like deep down inside, like the Holy Spirit is saying, stay with this. I got you. And there's been times where I've been on a job where I felt so insecure and I felt like I don't know how to finish this. This is hard. And, and I pray and I'm like asking God, like what, what to do? And then I look up and I see something, man. It just like automatically just pops out. And I would like tell my partner, I was like, Will, what if we take this, this, and this, and I do this. And we both look at each other and smile and boom, it's done. We go home that night victorious. You know what I mean? And it sounds funny, but that's, that's how much prayer time goes into this stuff. Sometimes, man, sometimes you don't know whether to go left or right. You know, so yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll be honest, man. I don't know of a better way to end us out than that right there. (laughs) That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Yeah, I love that. So Psalms one and Philippians four thirteen are your go tos. Yep, that's my that's one of my go tos. Yep, yep. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yep, yep. Incredible. Well, I tell you, man, I really appreciate you. uh, You're sharing your story. And it's it's really been good. I know there are some people out there who are not in the music industry, who are in the construction type field. Yeah. Who will be able to learn from uh, from your lessons and your knowledge, man. So we really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Voss, man, because Voss really uh, grow the heck up is, is very encouraging, man. They really I appreciate him uh, linking me up with you. So definitely. Yeah, I appreciate it, too, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. I love seeing Christians who take and an idea or their passion yes. and put it into a business yeah. and just keep it going. And I was going to mention, man, uh, you know, they say, you know, it takes 15 years to make it overnight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and you're what? 14 now? Yeah. I'm, I'm about 14 in. So yeah. 2002. There you go, man. So I'm creeping up on 15. <laughs> <laughs> so. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right, man. Well, I tell you what, man, we appreciate you being here on the business with Bordeaux. Oh, Speaking of which, uh, where can people find you at? Because I know some people might want to hit you up on Twitter or, or wherever. Um, my Twitter is uh, GavTrack7, G-A-V-T-R-A-K, the number seven. That GavTrack7, I'm there on Twitter. I'm there on Instagram. And um, what else? What else? Face, Facebook, I'm just Gavin Evans. So Okay. Yeah. And then I probably awesome. have like a you know there's a couple other I think I'm on a couple other I'm on Telegram but I I don't know if uh, a lot of people are on Telegram but not. yeah it's starting to grow man it's yeah starting to grow yeah I like it I like Vo- Telegram it's pretty solid yeah me too I know Voss and uh, even Trackstars is jumping up there now so yeah shout out to Trackstars yeah, and I uh, I I uh, I definitely appreciate you guys a lot man I try to try to stay active and I try to pay attention to what's going on and stay abreast of who's doing what. And yeah, man. So, yeah. All right, brother. Well, 
There you go at GavTrack7. Y'all go follow him on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and on Telegram. Yeah. Hey, so and I, pretty I, awesome I do try platform. to respond. Like, I try to answer questions, like, especially construction stuff. We got some crazy questions about, you know, my door. I, I, I try to answer <laughs> stuff like that. So, never know. Gotcha, man. All right. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you being here on the show. Okay. And, um, I hope your business continues to grow and does well, brother. Thanks a lot, man. All righty. That was the interview with Mr. Gavin Evans. Uh, shout out to him again for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I hope you did as well. And I hope you got some value out of that. For any of you who are not in the music business industry or trying to get in that, and you're trying to do more hands-on things uh, like he's doing, then I'm sure this has been helpful for you because it actually brought a lot of awareness to things that I didn't even think of. Uh, the whole issue with him going into the house and having to turn down a job because of kind of the racial tension there. And um, so I appreciate him sharing that and being, you know, kind of open about that. And then uh, then sharing the the slow growth and how important that is and being able to handle, uh, you know, what you can actually take on instead of taking on way too much and it being uh, negatively impactful for your business. And with the fact that he is a Christian business owner. Uh, with a partner who was non-Christian. So, you know, all of those things have been, um, you know, are, are things that a lot of people encounter out in the workforce and entrepreneurs as well. So if, um, you know, if you appreciate that, you appreciate him being open, check him out at GavTrack7. That's G-A-V-T-R-A-K-7. And uh, and let, let him know you appreciate him being open about that. So that's Twitter and Telegram and um yeah, man. So that'd be awesome if y'all did that. And I also want to thank our patrons for supporting the show. Mr. Aaron Simpkins over at truestrengthapparel.com. Make sure you go check him out and check out his clothing line. He's got some great clothes. He's got a, a ton of good shirts. He's got beanies, hats. He's got uh, hoodies, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. So you can check that out at truestrengthapparel.com. And I also want to thank Mr. WordPress Stan. You can check him out at wpstan.com. And if you don't know, he does WordPress website designs. So you can check him out if you need that done. And he also does some music too uh, under the name Prophet Josiah. So yeah, I'm going to put their websites in the description notes. so You can check those out and um, easy access to get to where you need to go. And so if you'd like to become a patron for the show, you can always go to businesswithbordeaux.com and the links are provided there. And I want to thank you for being a listener for the show. For all of you who have been rocking with me for weeks and weeks now, I appreciate it. And I hope it's bringing value to you. And we will be back next week with another interview. So make sure you don't miss that. And I want to thank you for your time and listening to the show. Thanks and God bless.